In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, the Lord be with you. Welcome to the celebration of Mass today. I ask you especially to remember in your prayers of today's Mass, Danny and Betty O'Donnell, who are celebrating their 58th wedding anniversary. And we send to both of them our very best wishes and thank God for all the blessings that's been given to them in, in the years in the past and also the blessings too that will be given to them in the future. God bless you both. To begin the Mass and to offer the Mass more worthily, we first call to mind our sins. Lord Jesus, your mighty God and Prince of Peace, Lord of Mercy. Lord Jesus, your Word of God made flesh and splendour of the Father, Christ of Mercy. Lord Jesus, you are the way, the truth and the life, Lord have Mercy. And may Almighty God have mercy on us, Forgive us our sins and bring us to everlasting life. Let us pray. O God, who in your Son has raised up a fallen world, fill your faithful with holy joy. For on those you have rescued from slavery to sin, you bestow eternal gladness. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God for ever and ever. A reading from the prophet Hosea. Thus says the Lord, They have set up kings, but not with my consent, and appointed princes, but without my knowledge. Out of their own silver and gold they have made idols, which are doomed to destruction. I spurn your calf, Samaria. My anger blazes against it. A workman made the thing. This cannot be God. Yes, the calf of Samaria shall go up in flames. They sow in the wind. They will reap the whirlwind. Their wheat will yield no ear. The ear will yield no flower. Or if it does, the foreigners will swallow it. Ephraim has built altar after altar. They have only served him an occasion as an occasion for sin. Were I to write out the thousand precepts of my law for him, they would be paid no more attention than those of a stranger. They love sacrificing, right, let them sacrifice. And they love meat, right, let them eat it. The Lord takes no pleasure in these. He is now going to remember their iniquity and punish their sins, they will have to go back to Egypt. The Word of the Lord. Sons and daughters of Israel, trust in the Lord. Our God, he is in the heavens, he does whatever he wills. The idols the heath of the heathen are silver and gold and they are the work of human hands. They have mouths, but they cannot speak, and they have eyes, but they cannot see, and they have ears, but they cannot hear, and they have nostrils, but they cannot smell. And with their hands they cannot feel, with their feet they cannot walk, and their makers will become like them, so we'll all trust in them. 
sons and daughters of Israel, trust in the Lord. He is their help and their shield. Sons and daughters of Aaron, trust in the Lord. He is their help and their shield. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. A man was brought to Jesus, a dumb demoniac, and when the devil was cast out, the dumb man spoke, and the people were amazed. Nothing like this has ever been seen in Israel, they said. But the Pharisees said, It is through the prince of devils that he casts out devils. Jesus made a tour through all the towns and villages, teaching in their synagogues, proclaiming the good news of the kingdom, and curing all kinds of diseases and sickness. And when he saw the crowds, he felt so sorry for them, because they were harassed and dejected, like sheep without a shepherd. Then he said to the disciples, The harvest is rich, but the labourers are few. So ask the Lord of the harvest to send the labourers to his harvest. The Gospel of the Lord. If you were at Mass yesterday, you would have been listening to the first reading from the prophet Hosea, and it's a very beautiful reading about uh, how God chooses uh, his people and becomes betrothed to them, uh, like a kind of marriage covenant. Uh, and it's a reading that's full of tenderness that reminds us of the, the love and mercy of God. The contrast then couldn't be greater between the, the first reading of yesterday's Mass and the reading of today's Mass. Instead of words of tenderness and, and kindness, uh, God speaks very harshly uh, to the people themselves. Um, that they uh, have gone far from him, uh, that they uh, have practices uh, that take them away uh, from God in their life. Um, and very often we hear uh, God himself uh, spoken of in, in de different terms, especially in the Old Testament. Sometimes it kind of appears as if he's like a general uh, leading their armies. Sometimes it, 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 it sounds as if he's like a kingly kind of figure. Uh, and of course yesterday we have this uh, marriage image itself. Um, and today we have a kind of like a teacher, if you like, uh, scolding uh, his pupils or, or people that are before him. I suppose in a certain sense what we're entering into is that, that ongoing kind of relationship itself, uh, that mystery uh, between uh, God and his people that, that is revealed in the Old Testament and between this kind of relationship that exists uh, between God and his people. Uh, at times it seems he is a, 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 a figure uh, that's as powerful as, as the people can imagine and, and they imagine it in, in the most kind of human terms a general in an army uh, a kingly figure um, even in the kind of the tenderness of a, a husband towards uh, his wife uh, and in this kind of teacher uh, pupil relationship uh, that we hear in, in, in the reading today 
the sense in which God himself uh, scolds the people for, for very often uh, their religious practices uh, and the inconsistencies of their ways. If you've been at Mass over the last uh, while, you've heard of the miracles that Jesus himself does. And I mentioned to you on many occasions, but, but yesterday I think too, of the, the multiplicity of the, of the, of the miracles, the, the sense in which there are so many uh, uh, illnesses that come before Jesus. Um, and it's a kind of eye-opener, if you like, uh, all of these different peoples, people that come with the different ailments. Uh, and today we hear of, of someone who, who is referred to in the passage as a, a dumb demoniac. Um, dumb, of course, means can't hear. A demoniac uh, means somehow uh, inhabited by an evil spirit. And I suppose, you know, that in more modern terms we might kind of understand this in different terms. Uh, they understood it in a, a particular religious sense. Maybe it's it's a... It's some kind of mental illness that uh, the person has that makes them totally uncontrollable. Uh, but I think there's a very uh, important uh, phrase that's kind of uh, used here, the dumb demoniac. Uh, and, and it might not seem a kind of a, a particular kind of point to, to think about, but in terms of the, of the people of Israel, it would be that the demoniac can only be uh, cast out uh, by the word itself uh, that comes uh, from the person, of course, from, from Jesus. Uh, but the dumb demoniac can't hear uh, what Jesus himself uh, is saying. Uh, and yet Jesus, even his power over the demoniac uh, who can't hear him. And of course, Matthew is, is simply using uh, this instance itself to, to speak about the power of Jesus, not just over the demoniac himself, uh, but over even the fact that he can't uh, hear what he says. So it's a kind of another sign, if you like, uh, that uh, Matthew himself is using that that Jesus even has power, even if the demoniac doesn't isn't able to hear him. Uh, his word is even uh, is just as powerful uh, in this moment. And of course, uh, what we hear then is, uh, and, uh, and you have to put it into context, uh, this uh, sense that the Pharisees then say, well, it's through uh, Beelzebub, it's through the devil that, that he has this power. And you have to read that in terms of just in the, the post-resurrection, uh, ascension experience of, of the disciples and the religious authorities, this continuing conflict that, that, they, that they themselves have. And of course, they write that then into the New Testament itself. Uh, that that's the the context that they have, and of course, uh, everything then uh, 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 they kind of insert that into the story of, of Jesus himself. You know, the, this ongoing uh, conflict that they have, uh, and of course, they they kind of make that part uh, of the story itself. Uh, an essential kind of part and background of, of Jesus' conflict uh, with the religious authorities. And then finally, uh, the passage has that memorable phrase, doesn't it? The harvest is rich, but the labourers are few, uh, and the crowd themselves uh, are dejected. Um, and, and so often that's the case, isn't it, down through the centuries that uh, 
crowd itself is let down. Uh, the people themselves are let down. They, uh, they are like sheep without shepherds. How often we can say that uh, of different ages, that, that uh, people are leaderless or uh, don't have the proper direction in their life. And yet Jesus himself, instead of being dejected himself, says that the harvest is rich. Uh, uh, the harvest is rich. It's, it's, it's there. It's in, 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 in full bloom. It's, there's so many good things. Uh, and then he kind of finally says, but sometimes uh, the labourers are few. So in our life then, we, we don't want that to be the case. We don't want to have that sense in which the goodness is there, uh, but there's no one to take advantage of it, no one to, to bring in the harvest. Um, uh, Jesus himself uh, calls on us to be workers, if you like, in the harvest, uh, to bring in the good works, to multiply the good works, to, to bring those good works to their proper end. Um, that's a, a task and a responsibility for us. The passages from the Old Testament especially remind us of, of how the people struggle to understand who God is. Uh, is God uh, like a king over them or is God like a, a, a general marching with their armies? Is he a teacher that kind of scolds them? The mystery of God in, in their own lives, isn't it? That, that sense in which, uh, who is God in our own life? Or who can we... What is it the, the answer that we can, can give in our own life? Um, is he something of our own making? Or is he much beyond anything that we can ever imagine? That love and that compassion, uh, which we know in our own lives uh, from others, that is much more even, even, even than we can possibly imagine uh, for ourselves. Um, and of course, he lays before us this great harvest, uh, this great sense in which the, the world itself is full of good things. It only needs people to, to bring the harvest in, uh, uh, to, to multiply those things and, and to use everything that we're given for the good. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, through your goodness we have this bread to offer, which earth has given and human hands have made. It will become for us the bread of life. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, through your goodness we have this wine to offer, fruit of the vine and work of human hands. It will become our spiritual drink. And pray, dear brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. May this offering dedicated to your name purify us, O Lord, and day by day bring our conduct closer to the life of heaven. We ask this through Christ our Lord. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It's truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks, through your beloved Son, Jesus Christ, your word through whom you made all things, whom you sent as our Saviour and Redeemer, incarnate by the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin. 
fulfilling your will and gaining for your holy people, he stretched out his hands as he endured his passion, so as to break the built bonds of death and manifest the resurrection. And so with the angels and the saints, we declare your glory as with one voice we acclaim. Holy, holy, holy Lord God of hosts, heaven and earth are full of your glory, Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord, Hosanna in the highest. You are indeed holy, O Lord, the fount of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts, we pray, by sending down your Spirit upon them with the dewfall, so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread and, giving thanks, broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice, and once more giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many, for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. We proclaim your death, O Lord, and profess your resurrection until you come again. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you've held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that, sharing in the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world. Bring her to the fullness of charity, together with Francis, our Pope, Joseph, our Bishop, and all the clergy. Remember also our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection, and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, Joseph, her spouse, the blessed apostles, and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be coerced to eternal life and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him and with him and in him, O God Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honour is yours for ever and ever. We pray with confidence to God our Father in the prayer that Jesus has taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy we may always be free from sin and safe from all distress, as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you, look not in our sins, but in the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign for ever and ever. Peace of the Lord be with you always. Lamb of God, 
you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, grant us peace. Behold the Lamb of God, behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word and my soul shall be healed. Let us pray. Grant, we pray, O Lord, that having been replenished by such great gifts, we may gain the prize of salvation and never cease to praise you, through Christ our Lord. And we ask Mary's special protection for us. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us in this now and at the hour of our death. Amen. The Lord be with you. May Almighty God bless you, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Go forth, the Mass is ended. <laughs>